Hello everyone and welcome. I am Colin Detmar, your host here on Scanlane Media. I'm joined by Johnny Niska. Hello. And we are here to talk about MMOs and the combat systems therein. Yay! So this is mostly because Johnny's wanted an excuse to talk about Blade and Soul for like, I don't know, five months or something? A long time. That that that's part of the reason, sure. Um But also, I just like MMO combat is a it's sort of mess? a distillation what? <laughs> a mess? It's a when it's done well, it's a distillation of basic concepts into roles in a way that a lot of other combat isn't willing to go. Like other games aren't willing to commit as hard to the, like, healer tank DPS concepts as MMOs are. You know? Yep. Like, we were just playing some Overwatch, and Lucio is one of the two healers, well, I guess three healers, I guess, um, in Overwatch, but the other one's an even better example. So he's a healer in Overwatch, and he heals just by being around you and having the right, basically, aura turned on, and then he shoots with his gun. And there are classes like that in MMOs, but you're more likely to get just the straight-up healer who casts healing spells, you know? There's a dedication to each role that I really, when done well, is really enjoyable. Also, most of the time in MMOs, when they do have those hybrid classes, they they never end up being balanced. <laughs> no. So, I guess we'll start out I would like to start out by talking about World of Warcraft, which is one we're both very well acquainted with. Or we were. It's a game that has gone through a lot of changes, and uh, some things never change, but it's, the, it's, the roles have taken some different incarnations. World of Warcraft is both the baseline for a lot of like people our age when it comes to MMOs, and also sort of the baseline for the modern incarnation of the genre. Yeah. Pretty much everything else branches off from there. And one of the things I think it does that a lot of other games we're going to talk about is at a basic level, every role is fun. Do you disagree with that? Some of the DPS classes are pretty boring. <laughs> well, like, every, like not every version of every role, yeah. right? But, like, there are DPS classes that are fun. There are tank classes that are fun. There are healer classes that are fun. Some of the MMOs we're going to talk about, being a healer, for instance, is super boring. Yeah. There's... there's, I... I'm, I'm not sure that, like, World of Warcraft does enough with its DPS classes, honestly. Like, it does more than a lot of games do, but... It could I mean, do a lot more. I'm a person who never understood the appeal of DPS, right? Mm. Like, I am there to to help, right? And I guess you're helping by killing the boss faster, right? I know, I realize mathematically that that helps. But yeah. I would rather either be the person distracting the dragon, the one banging my sword against my shield and saying, hey, motherfucker, look over here, or the one keeping everyone alive through heals. That just feels, I feel more useful, I feel more rewarded doing that. Being, than being the guy who says my laser dick is better than your laser dick or whatever, you know? 
Yeah, and like... As a DPS in World of Warcraft, like, it de- depends a lot on the encounter, I guess. Good encounters really make you think more on your toes, but a lot of the time it's just you have your rotation and you do it. And you, you keep on doing it, and you do it the best, and then you get the most damage, and... I don't know, I never found that to be very interesting. And to a certain extent, this con- like this conversation about MMO combat is going to be wrapped up in the design of encounters, right? Because, like, as you say, like, the DPS classes in WoW basically only work when the encounter is forcing them to do something other than do their rotation. Yeah, I mean, they're... the classic tank and spank fights are just like, well, you... if you're a DPS, your role is to just stand there and keep shooting the boss with your yeah. magic. Yeah. And, like, you know, they have, like, WoW has, like, you know, procs for different spells and, you know, various things to encourage you to mix it up with your spell usage when you're just hitting buttons. But, and that's, you know, like... Like, I found, ever since Cataclysm, I found Arcane Mage to be fun to just hit buttons with, but not fun enough to make me want to do it in a raid, you know? Yeah, um... And even even with all those procs, like pretty much every spec in the game, there's a you can just boil it down to a flow chart. Sure, still. sure. It's not it's not like it's not like it involves your brain a lot. It's just there's stuff where it's like, oh, that that icon's blinking. I get to do this now. Hooray! That's yeah. Fun. And I don't know. I I guess that's I guess there's people who just want to be there and participate in that respect, and that's fine. And but I don't want to do that ever (laughs) yeah i mean i i spent most of my time healing um before i realized that tank i i liked tank better um i don't understand why but (laughs) i mean part of it's just the the pure like reality of the situation right there is a 13-story tall demon with two swords, and its head is made of magic fire, and it's standing up against me and punching me, and I'm not falling down. Yeah. That's pretty damn cool. That just always felt goofy to me, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, like, it paints a mental image that I find, like... I am able to picture what in, what an MMO fight like a raid must actually look like and it's horrifying right it's messed up it is a person standing in front of this dragon like chunks of their body being ripped off and just instantly knitted back with magic and they're just grim faced fighting as their body is torn apart and knitted back together over and over and over it's screwed up but it's fun sure (laughs) sure what, had you never thought about that before? Yes, I've thought about that before. It's just, it's screwed up, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I don't know. Like, the, re- the only reason I ever enjoyed raids was because, like, I as a healer, it's like, oh, I have decisions to make all the time that matter. I think, um, as a tank, on good fights anyway, like, the decisions were... 
like it went fine until it didn't and then you had to take some serious action and that was really satisfying right mm. like it went fine until one of the dps pulled aggro and you had to do something about it or it went fine until like your off tank like you're supposed to trade off with your off tank because this boss stacks debuffs or whatever right and he screwed up and it got loose and you have to scramble to fix it and those moments are really satisfying i mean i guess it's just all the all the all that other time <laughs> i mean all that other time i find it a base level like first of all i find it enjoyable all that other time but also i think it's one of those situations where it is the moments that are not exceptional that make the exceptional moments I mean, that's the definition of the word exceptional, right? Sure. If it was happening all the time, it wouldn't be exceptional. Um, I find the basic routine of, of tanking, at least in WoW, pretty fun. And then when, you know, the healers are too fixated on their little healing bars and don't notice themselves getting AoE down because they're standing in fire, and you have to do without healing for the last 30 seconds of this fight, it's riveting. Mm. It's really fun. Like... To me, I, I I I like those moments of improvisation. It's just as a healer, I get to have those while also having like these small decisions I make all the time that still matter. And I enjoy healing, but like I mean, I guess part of it is that the only game I've enjoyed healing in really was WoW. Right? Mm. We'll talk about other games, but in other games where I've tried healing, I haven't enjoyed it. And in WoW the fights very quickly in in like like having add-ons started to become I won't say mandatory you can do without them but it's a nightmare right mm. at least in in uh, Wrath of the Lich King is which is where I did most of my raiding where they were clearly designing a, with the idea that people would have UI mods and stuff to make it so they could switch between heal targets because there was no way to do it in the base UI. Uh, which which, uh, which kind of add-ons are you talking about here? Add-ons that make me able to see the health bars of the entire group at once when I couldn't normally. Um, you can do that normally, though. The you ra- can now. You could in Wrath. Okay. Uh, I've. I think I don't remember when they added that. But anyway, the vanilla one like you can do it with the vanilla ones. They suck so hard. And they made them better in cat, I think, but they still suck pretty hard. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like and yeah, I always used um, used uh different health health like status bar mods for all mm-hmm. of that. But the real one that I felt always mattered a lot is the like deadly boss mods suit i hate that suite i hate it as well but it's like it's so like they started designing for it they just did sure that's true that's true they did and i you know i had it like everybody else because yeah that's that's part of the thing they have talked about is like as add-ons became ubiquitous they started designing with the add-ons in mind Mm. you know still the most fun i've had raiding is when new content was out before uh, that stuff was updated and working (laughs) i i don't know if doing mimiron pre-nerf in ulduar 
would be possible with that with the default UI. I don't think it would be possible. The uh, like the amount of AOE damage going on random targets, the amount of burst on a single target, like that is the one one of those fights as a as a raid healer who was like, I mean our server was a, po- a like a dinky little server that nobody really cared about, but within that server we were sort of on the forefront of getting like you know not you know server firsts right, hmm. and we walked into the Memoron chamber, and. Mimiron turned like our tank walked up, aggroed Mimiron. In I think two seconds, both of our tanks were dead on the floor, and we're like, "What? What is happening? Oh my god, what is happening?" And th- that isn't even an Eye of Ktun uh, situation where it's like, "Oh, if you do this wrong, everyone just dies." That's yeah, just no, we did we did it right. That's just absurd damage. Uh, it, M- Mimiron... It's just that you you have to start casting your most powerful heal before the fight has begun. Yeah, M- Mimiron like Mimiron was broken hard. Even like whether you had mods or not, like the best players could do it, but like it it was broken hard. And we we beat him after the nerf, but that's just because the nerf came out real fast. I think we would have gotten it because we were we were getting there. Mm. But it was really fun. It was also so add on dependent, right? Yeah. It was just like, no, if you tried to do that with a vanilla UI, you'd just be screwed. Yeah. And I I think Wrath had some some good moments, but also a lot of things about the way the combat was balanced at the point at that time really forced them into making really weird spiky combat design or encounter design. Yeah, yeah. Like just the just the idea that like mana and scaling in in that expansion went from like when you first start you have barely nothing, and then by the time you exit uh, next Ramas, you are just a fountain of mana. <laughs> yeah, like I, I wasn't a druid, right? Like some people I could mention, but as a priest healer. It was technically possible for me to run out of mana if I actively tried. It took a very long time. Yeah, I didn't play much uh, Druid healing in Wrath because I think healing in Wrath was not great. <laughs> Priest healing was still kind of fun. The bursty part wasn't great, but um, that's part of why why discipline was was better because you had those shields, you had those buffers. Um, but we've been talking about nothing but WoW for almost 15 minutes now. Um, and WoW is the lens through which I, I see a lot of other MMO combat, and I think mm. maybe you're the same way? In a lot of ways. We both played Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn. Yeah, we did. What do you feel about that game's combat? I mean, I think it's, I think it's fundamentally well-designed, but I, I think it's a bit too slow, and I think that you need a wider array of abilities than they have. That's one thing that I did, like, it was, it was sort of, I hadn't thought about it this way before until I played Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. But I was playing Final Fantasy XIV, and I was doing some dungeon, and I was like, this global cooldown is just too long. Yeah. It's just too long. And I got used to it, but still, like, there's something about the rhythm of um, 
of the World of Warcraft style global cooldown that is just missing from. Yeah, stop me if you've heard the, heard this one before. Blizzard tunes a game exactly so that the basic gameplay is really satisfying. Yeah. But um, yeah, I felt like Final Fantasy fourteen was too slow. Otherwise. I mean, I felt like your big cooldowns were less powerful, and that's... I don't know that that's a bad thing. Coming from WoW, where it was like, oh shit, some some tough stuff is coming up, let me pop some cooldowns and just be super powerful for a little bit. It was weird to be playing a game where it was like, let me pop some cooldowns to trade off some functionality for other functionality. And it's like, wait, no, they're supposed to make me just stronger. What? What? And I, I think I think both approaches are valid. I, honestly, I would probably like somewhere in between the two games. Yeah, yeah I Be- think I'm with you. Because some of the some of the Final Fantasy XIV cooldowns are just like this. I barely want to use this ability ever, and it's on a one minute cooldown. Why? Yeah, it's like, like there's some moments like there are some ones when I was playing my my tank, my gladiator tank, where it's like. Drop all your stat, drop all your like your block percentage and all your damage reduction for like two seconds of like you know extra health, and then it's gone, and it takes forever to build back up. And it's like I would literally never do that. I mean, I imagine like maybe that's useful in the raids. Maybe building those stacks back up of of just straight up damage reduction is really hard. And maybe it gets better at later levels. I don't know. I got pretty far on that character. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, 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 I meant mostly like when you might have more than one tank. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Um, the other thing I want to point out, though, like I thought tanking was fairly fun. I thought DPSing was a mixed bag. Like the Black Mage class is just mind-numbingly dull. Yeah, the 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 central. I like the idea of the central uh, mechanic with the black page, which is that like you are in fire mode, and you, the longer you stay in fire mode, the more damage you deal. But also your mana costs go up, and then you go into ice mode, and that uh, you deal less damage and you regen mana. And th- that's that's like that kind of rhythm can be cool, but they don't do nearly enough with it. The implementation just made it the most mind-numbing rotation I think I've ever played. It's just cast fire until you're basically out of mana, then start casting Blizzard, and and it's not even it's not even like cast like fire and burn and heat. It's just like no fire one, fire one, fire one, fire one, fire one, over and over and over until uh, you're out. A, a bit later, you get some other stuff that you want to use occasionally, and like other ways to switch between them. But yeah. even at higher levels, I don't think that I don't think it has enough at all. And healing in that game I, I'll be frank, I think it's garbage. And I I've like I played a lot longer than you with healing and I Absolutely. and like I agree with you as far as the parts you played. That was garbage. And like, okay, so this is going to be a thing that, like, I don't know if this is going to come up again, because some of these games maybe we just didn't get to the endgame with. Mm. Maybe this would come up if we had someone who'd gotten to the endgame of all of these games. But especially in an MMO, where it takes so long to get to max level, if the if the combat sucks getting to max level, then you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, I do agree. Like, I, I don't think... I managed to, to plow through to the original level cap in Final Fantasy XIV, and mm-hmm. 
and uh, mostly because I needed something to play at the moment, so I played that. And then I ended up not making it through the expansion leveling. Yeah, I mean, and there are a lot of things about that game that I still like, and if they if they said some things that made it seem like they were going back to basics on some combat ideas, I would probably come back, because I like a lot of what they were doing, but I thought the healing was really bad as far as I played, and just, like, the overall pace was too slow. You, you like, by the time you get to the original level cap, you have enough tools that it's, that, that you can have some fun with it. It's still not as complicated as a, a World of Warcraft class, but frankly, World of Warcraft classes have too many buttons. A lot of them, for sure. Uh, um... Th- and crucially, like, they actually may make it so that there's some pressure on you to actually heal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In the endgame, and I, I... I understand that you also kind of gear out of that at some point, where, like, you start having so much gear that the earlier instances aren't challenging anymore, and that sucks, but that's the gear curve of MMOs. <laughs> One of the things that struck me as really strange, um, Final Fantasy XIV, like, will level you, will level sync you, will level you down to do older content. Yeah. And the DLC, or not the DLC, the expansion pack added the Astrologian class, Mm. which can heal. And when the Astrologian gets leveled down below the starting level of uh, their class... Basically, they have one healing spell, and it's got a really long cast time, and just healing becomes incredibly hard for them. Yeah, they they really not designed in a way that that makes that make sense at all. It's a really strange choice. Um, so, uh, uh, do you have much more to say about fourteen? I I, I think that as for what they were aiming for, like the, this is a more entry level MMO in terms of in terms of the gameplay design and they they kind of hit a good spot where it has a lot of the stuff that makes World of Warcraft good without being as complicated and for the the audience they're looking for that's perfect really we we yeah. come from an audience that kind of want a bit more than that <laughs> yeah that's true and but even then like at the, the the things that they do outside of the combat system, like the trials, is they they have trials which is basically like dungeons that are just one boss fight, and they are complicated boss fights that are like they they raid level boss fights with bunch of mechanics going on all the time, and you can just queue for that and do just that boss fight and have fun with that, and you don't have to like spend four hours doing a raid with your guild to get some good fights in. And the only problem with that is until you're max level, there is no reward for doing that at all. Yeah, except for the ones you need to do for the story. <laughs> sure, well, the, you you need to do them once for the, for, the, for the story quest chain to move on, yeah. and then that's that. And if you go back and help someone else do theirs, you don't get anything. Yeah. And that was a real bummer, because some of those fights are really fun. Some of those fight, fights are pretty fun. Like, the normal mode versions of them that you do while leveling aren't particularly interesting. The hard modes are modes are really fun. 
the extreme modes are actually really hard. Like, really hard. <laughs> yeah. So, with your blessing, I'd like to talk one more uh, MMO that took a lot of inspiration from World of Warcraft before I switch over to your, your side of the equation. Sure. Um, which is uh, The Old Republic. Yeah, this one you've played a lot more than me, I think. As a matter of fact, I was playing as recently as three days ago. Oh. And... So... It's a game that clearly takes a lot of inspiration from World of Warcraft, and I think, unlike Final Fantasy, it feels like a rather different answer than Final Fantasy XIV to the WoW concept. Yeah. It feels way more designed for people who are soloing. And it feels way more fast-paced and dynamic than XIV's does. But it also feels really strange in some ways. And one of those ways is the two classes on each side, one class on each side of the, of the game, the Smuggler and the Imperial Agent, who have a cover-based combat dynamic. And it's really strange. Hmm. I don't... F- it, it's supposed to be like a stealth mechanic, right? Basically. Like, not as far as, like, you can't be seen, but as far as how it works. Like, oh, you're in stealth. You have access to some special moves, or they do a little extra damage while you're in this mode. And, hmm. Right? But in practice, it leads to a couple of things. One, there are just random boxes all over the place so that if there's a cover class in this area, they can use cover, right? So yeah. It's, and it's not like... Because of the wide-open world design of MMOs, like, MMO levels just are these broad-open things, right? Yeah. So it's not like playing Mass Effect and there are chest-high walls. It's like playing... I mean, if I can use this terrible example, it's like playing Skyrim and there are just these iron boxes everywhere that you're expected to just crouch behind. Like, certain classes have to crouch behind. And it's like, this is really weird. And the Old Republic is not quite that, like, broad and open in terms of its uh, environment design. But it does really stand out in a lot of areas. It looks really strange. And it also, like... Even with that solution, there are going to be times where it's not there. So early on, it's just like your character crouches in place and looks like an idiot. And then at later levels, you get like a hollow projected bit of cover. No! And it's like, at this point, why are we even doing this? No! That's terrible! It's it's a bad solution and a bad system. And it like it tries to check and see if an enemy would be able to shoot around your cover. And if so, they don't... Like, enemies that are technically like would be shooting the cover that you get uh I think it's like a block chance or something but if they're at an angle to you that they would be able to shoot and not hit the cover then they hit normally except for the way it calculates that is really weird and inconsistent it's a really strange system that I don't understand but the more fundamental thing which is a thing that just it happens to me anytime that I'm playing an MMO with guns is that healers start to feel really bizarre. Like, I'm cool with the idea of healing magic and knitting people together after they've been slashed by a sword, but a person standing there with, like, a, like I don't know, a gel gun juicing you up as you're stabbed with a lightsaber and shot in the face with a blaster just feels really strange to me. There is... 
there is something about the fantasy setting that makes like healing magic make up make more sense than if you're doing that in like a science fiction setting. And we can talk we can talk for hours about whether Star Wars is true science fiction or not, but that's like it it wears the it, it whether it's true of science fiction or not it wears the aesthetics of science fiction and it ends up looking really weird <laughs> i mean i guess the the important note along that point is that there's no there's not a lot of precedent in the star wars universe for rapid in the middle of a fight healing oh there totally isn't like that that's entirely a bioware uh star wars games thing and it just it feels really bolted on and it feels really strange. It feels more like more than anything else in the game. It's the moment where you go like, "Oh right, they took Star Wars and made it World of Warcraft." Right. There there's so many of those moments though. <laughs> like they they're all yeah. over the place. And for I the old public doesn't feel like it has its own identity to me. It feels like it's like three different games bolted together. Having played it recently, they've made a lot more shifts in the direction of, uh, like... Well, okay, here's an example of a thing that wasn't in at launch. A lot of the instances now, if you go up to them by yourself and say, like, Oh, yeah, I want to do this instance. It'll say, like, okay, you'll be doing this instance with your companion and a robot. Like, a literal, like, a droid that has a sword that will be your tank or your healer or your DPS, depending on what your group lacks. So you can solo this. So you can solo everything. I I kind of hate that. Like I mean, I I get why that exists, but just thematically, I am that thematically, my brain is just puking at the thought. Thematically, it's strange, except for the fact, like when you're not when you're doing any story stuff, like the model doesn't show up. You don't see that droid at all, and it's always been like playing it earlier. Like there's a there's. They weave the storytelling into the game better than other MMOs do, at least. Almost as good as a proper RPG, I would say. Um, I'd say there's still quite a few steps there to take. I mean, like, as far as the quality of the writing, but, like, I mean, you know, you play an instance, and, like, I played an instance where I'm playing as a uh, a bounty hunter, right? I'm working for the Empire, Mm. and I'm on a ship, and we have been ordered by the Imperial Navy to attack a Republic ship. Mm. And our captain refuses because we are not equipped for it. So I fight my way to the deck, and I say, you will get us on that ship or you will die, right? Mm. And I'm making dialogue choices, and I can choose to kill this captain or not. And let me tell you, when you're doing that with a group, and you su- and you say, spare the captain, and someone else chooses kill the captain, and the dice roll, and it's like, well, I guess we're killing him, then it's like, this is garbage. Yeah, uh... <sighs> The way the story stuff is laid out kind of encourages you to play it solo, but then the MMO mechanics encourage you to play it with a group, and it's... That, it's a mess. That game is two or three different games stapled together. I, It's it's in KOTOR, stapled to, to Mass Effect, stapled to fucking World of Warcraft. <laughs> it's just those three things stapled together. Yeah. And so I yeah. There there could be cool things there. There could be cool things there, but I feel like 
every part there stumbles over the other parts. I basically only like it, like, I like it when it's being KOTOR with some WoW combat sensibilities. And when the other elements rear their heads, I get annoyed. You know what? Like, for what KOTOR is, I almost kind of prefer the dumb, like, fake D&D combat in KOTOR to what the Old Republic has. I can see why you would. I'll, but one of the things I do... Sorry, I'll, we'll move on in a minute, because this isn't so much about the combat anymore. But one of the things that the Old Republic does mostly... It struggles with this in some areas... But it does a good job of making people who aren't using lightsabers cool. And that's really great. Some of them. Not the ones that use cover. <laughs> the ones that use cover are always dumb. They, that's they, absolutely true. They, there's no point that they look cool. They just look like the... Sta- they play like the stainless shit ever. This, the, the, just the, the system for moving in and out of cover... Is the clunkiest thing I have seen in an MMO since Lineage 2. It actually feels like this is using the World of Warcraft engine. And it doesn't it doesn't always feel like that. Like you feel little bits of it. Like it feels as responsive and crisp and has the sort of like global cooldown timings of WoW. Mm. But the times it feels most like WoW is when you're using the cover and it's like, oh, this is like when they added vehicle stuff in Wrath of the Lich King and it just felt like shit. And clearly the engine wasn't supposed to do oh, this. The fucking World of Warcraft vehicle stuff. Oh fuck. Anyway. Don't 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 base entire classes on things that your engine is bad at. Yeah. Recommendation. So the so one one last thing about the old republic. So this is a game that came out in five years ago? Five years ago, something like that. Uh, my computer right now, which can handle Doom, Doom that just came out. <laughs> I launched the Old Republic, and my frame rate is a piece of garbage. This game huh. runs so badly on such a large number of uh, configurations, including mine and including the one I had before this. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> It runs badly for me if I have anything... Like, if I have... If I try and play a video in the other monitor mm. while I'm playing, the frame rate gets rough. Yeah, I... I Which is, yeah, embarrassing. My my last setup was a, a single monitor setup, and even then, I it, it wasn't... Uh, uh, no. Yeah, I, it is it is a poorly optimized game, and it's strange. And that, that kind of, like... When it's running at like 20 FPS, it's like, oh, it's, suddenly this feels really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Anyway. So let, let's talk about a game that only you played. Oh? Oh, wait, no, I guess I played some Guild Wars 2, didn't I? A tiny, tiny bit. Ah, Guild Wars 2. So, oh, mm. I, I'll tell you what, I'll sum up my thoughts real quick. Real quick. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> What do you have to say about Guild Wars 2? I want to like it! I want to like it! (laughs) It makes me so angry! I want to like it! There are so many parts of it that are like, Oh, these are good ideas! Oh god, the details! Oh god, the details! Tell me more. It's it's probably... 
It's it's the best designed terrible MMO I have ever played. <laughs> There's a turret class, I know that. So Guild Wars 1 was a weird thing because while it pretended to be an MMO, it was mostly structured like it basically everything was instanced outside of the cities and the combat system was more like... It, it was entirely its own thing. It wasn't doing the World of Warcraft thing. It came out at around the same time. So it had been in development while World of Warcraft was coming out. So it didn't really have time to just copy that wholesale the way everyone else did. And it, it was weird and kind of clunky, but it did its own thing and it was fun. Guild Wars 2 is like them being like, okay, so now everyone is doing these theme park MMOs and everything is really streamlined. Let's take the Guild Wars 1 combat design and just mash it into this, this the most, make it so streamlined that it, it's like you polish this, the, you polish this statue until it's just, it's no longer a statue, it's just a sphere. Because you you polished off everything. That that's Guild Wars 2's combat. That's also a really I won't that analogy has problems, please continue. The, yes, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like they focused everything on everything feeling as smooth and effortless as possible, and they did a really good job making everything feel effortless in Guild Wars 2 to the point where nothing you do feels like it has any impact or matters or anything. It's just In the combat? Both in the combat and in every other sense. Huh. So, I mean, does it, like, is, does it rely on the... the... Divine Trilogy? The Divine Trinity? Is no. It, is it healer tank DPS? No? No. Okay, What what is it? Everyone ha- can do some healing if they want to. Every- no, so... Uh, it's not everyone can do some healing if they want to. You have eight spells, uh, ability slots, right? Four okay. of them are... Uh, wait, is it eight? I think it's nine in Guild Wars 2. The first five of those are based on your what weapons you have equipped, so like what your weapon type and your class. So Necromancer will have one set of abilities for if you have a hatchet in your hand, or another if you have a torch in your hand. And then the other four are things you choose. And one of those is always a healing ability. Every character always has a heal ability. They need to have that. You are not allowed to and not have that. Is there a tanking there, concept? There, was, there is not threat in in Guild Wars 2. Then who does the dragon hit? Uh, kind of everyone. Like, both Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2, the enemies have an AI. And they've simplified it in Guild Wars 2 compared to in 1. In 1 it was fucking ruthless. It went after your healers all the time. It was... <laughs> Like the 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 really hard <laughs> the really hard dungeons in Guild Wars One was like okay they're gonna go after the the healers they're going to kill the healers in one hit everyone can't control these fuckers now hmm. it, it it was kind of fun interesting different uh, in Guild Wars Two everyone has like you have a heal 
Everyone has defensive abilities. Everyone has a dodge roll that is just part of the basic movement system. That you have like a stamina bar that you can use to dodge with. And that just gives you... Gives you invulnerability while you're dodging. You can cast every... Not every ability. Almost every ability in the game you can cast while running and jumping. And rolling as well, or no? Not during rolling. But you can you okay. can easily interrupt any cast by rolling, so it's just like... At first it felt really fun to me, because it's like, oh, you're free to really move around. But you don't have to do anything to move around. Moving around is just completely effortless to the point where you don't even have to think about it. Mm. And... Just... Everything in the game is streamlined like that. Like, outside of the combat, you have... Well, in in the combat as well, you have, like... Every kind of, like, buff ability is, like, a specific... Like, there's eight different buffs, basically. I'm not sure about the exact number, but it's something like eight. There's eight different buffs, and you... Your abilities just apply one of those eight at once at a strength level. There's no, no... There's basically no unique buffs you can apply to people. Uh, everything is just the same, no matter the class. It's just d- depending on how you apply them, and same for the debuffs. Everything is the same. Huh. Uh, th- you can create. Th- they have this system for like combo fields, which is like you you put down this ability uh, on the ground, and someone else can use another ability that overlaps with that, and then that does a combo effect. But in practice, the way it does is just. The way that happens is just people are like, oh, there's an ability effect on the ground, let's stand near it while I do a thing, and then something will happen. And you don't really think about what it is, and you don't really have time to think about it, because the combat moves fast. And it's just, you you don't think about what other people are doing, it's just, there's a thing there, use it. And it's it's so... Just everything you do is so easy that you don't have to think about what you're doing and interacting with other players is so effortless that you're barely interacting like if you're running around in the world and like doing a quest it's like in World of Warcraft if you wanted to do the same thing as someone else, it's like, oh, you're inviting them to a party so you can kill the same enemies. And, like, that was always an annoying thing to have to do, right? Having to invite someone to sure. a party so they don't steal your kills and stuff. Sure. It made you interact with them. It made you, like, acknowledge that they existed as people in the world, and there's nothing... I just waited for them to leave. <sighs> Well, that's still a thing. Like, that's still you being <laughs> impacted by there being another player. And I've never, sure. never in Guild Wars 2 felt significantly impacted by there being another player, Navy. Why is this an MMO? Yeah. And th- that that's so sad to me. Even, like, yeah. the big... Like, there's big world events where, like, okay... There's a dragon that suddenly shows up in the swamp. And you go there and it's just like... You just kill it. And you just do the abilities. And like enemies show up and you do the thing to them. And like you don't communicate with the like 50 other people fighting the same dragon. Huh. 
Well, that sounds disappointing. Yeah. It... So, we had two MMOs to talk about, EVE Online and Star Trek Online, and I think... I don't think we need to talk about them. No. We we had some things to say, but mostly it was just like, well, we need to come up with more material. Clearly, we're not going to have enough to say. Uh, well, we, we had enough to say. Let's talk about Blade and Soul. So... There's a lot of MMOs that, like... There are, there's two kinds of MMOs. There's the MMO that takes the World of Warcraft formula and tries to do a World of Warcraft combat system. And there's the MMO that tries to do something different. And the the ones that try to do something different lately have been doing, like... Oh, we have a lot of manual targeting and stuff that requires uh, very good timing. And, like... This requires you to stand to the side of an enemy and, like, this attacks in a cone. Stuff like that. To make it more like an action game. And none of them work. Except for Blade and Soul. Blade and Soul works. So, I want to say up front that my only... My big beef with Blade and Soul's combat is just that they don't have a lot of servers... So my ping was always noticeable. I always had to like get out of AoEs, usually a good half second before the spell went off. Yeah, I'm I'm playing from Europe, and I was playing on the American servers with you, so I had a lot of that. Yeah, and that was a bummer. That, that was a bummer. That's a constant for me in MMOs, though, because I mostly play on the American servers, so I was kind of used to it. That said... In Blade and Soul, I would start fights with things that I I didn't like. I didn't have a quest to fight them. I didn't need the experience. They were on the way, and fighting was so goddamn fun. Yeah, it, it's like the the combat kind of feels like it, it. It's not mechanically like what I'm about to say, but it kind of feels like what I'm about to say, which is. A mix of Ninja Gaiden and a fighting game. <laughs> it feels to me like God Hand by way of MMO. Man, it controls so much better than God Hand. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It can't, Fuck the, God the, Hand. The, the camera is better than God Hand. But anyway, this is a stupid conversation. We're not going to have it. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish the rest of Blade and Soul held up the bargain that the combat does because that combat is so good. The rest of that game is basically like the most paid by numbers. It just, it it is if you took if you gave that like any other MMO's combat it would be the most forgettable free to play MMO I've ever touched. If, if you gave if you gave that game uh, World of Warcraft combat this would be any other Korean free-to-play MMO. So, did you do a lot of grouping? I, not as much as I wanted to. I ended up playing a decent amount with a local friend on the EU servers after the Warlock class was released. And Uh we mostly played when each other were online, so we ended up playing a decent amount together. I I never managed to do a dungeon in that game. 
like right i didn't either and i don't know what the group dynamics of that game even are i, I played i like i've played you and i did some like some questing together and stuff and that was really fun but that felt very much like in world of warcraft when you're running around with two rogues right <laughs> it's not really it's not really group dynamics it's we both have cc and damage and these guys are fucked it it gets a bit less like that in the later zones. Like, they they can so, actually kill you. Well, we had that one scorpion who killed us yeah, numerous we, times. That dude was hard as fuck. I, I, I almost soloed him. I almost did it. <laughs> me too, me too. But you just you just can't clinch it. Yeah, you, you spawned have, so many ads. You just have to be a higher level to do it. Yeah. Um, but, like... I don't know, like, I would consider going back to that, but I feel like I'm going to be upset when I do. You know? It, it's... I, I'll, so much of it would depend on what the actual grouping stuff is for me. Because I really enjoyed the base combat there. I kind of had enough of just killing random mobs in that game. Sure, I got to a point where I was done with that as well, and that's... At least where I when I stopped playing, and it hasn't been that long, so they can't have done that much, mm. right? I'm sure they they've made some, they've added some things, but they can't have. I doubt they could have changed the fact that once you're like, okay, this base combat's really fun, but you know, it's this base combat. What am I supposed to do with this combat? And the answer is fuck all, because the questing is not like the questing is badly written and not compelling, the area design is kind of boring, and it just, it doesn't drive you forward. You do have to use some of your abilities kind of creatively later on, even against mobs, but it seems like a lot of it is built for PvP, and I'm not sure how much the player base actually cares about PvP. I have heard that, I mean, at least when it was coming out, that was the buzz around that game. Hmm. Was that that game was, like, PvPers heaven as far as MMOs, which, like, if you're looking for a PvPers heaven, stop looking at MMOs, but... No, the, the, you say that, but there is there is a special magic to uh, MMO PvP that you... Re- like, specifically open-world MMO PvP that you really can't find somewhere else. It's unpredictable, it's dynamic, it always throws Daisy? something... <sighs> Not... Re- not really. There's that's a that's a, another type of unpredictable. Okay. Well, I've never really understood it, so no. It's fine. You, yeah, we've had this conversation many times. Yeah, I don't know. I uh... I I I did play some PvP in, in Blade and Soul, and it's probably the most fun I've had playing a MMO PvP, despite all my lag. Despite playing a game where you have abilities that are like, oh, you need to channel this at the exact time he is trying to hit you, which will then stealth you and teleport you behind them, so you can then do your crowd control thing and go into a different thing from that. And it, like, I oh, you were playing that class. That class just wins in PvP. It's fucked. Uh, the assassin. Try playing uh-huh. that with a one second delay. <laughs> oh sure. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to 
to throw you under the bus here. I'm just saying, boy, at least at launch, the that thing was. That, uh, if you don't have if you don't have lag to worry about, that class was just the best. Like at low level, that was true. Like when when people sure. start getting some more health, it's no longer the case. But that's fair. That's fair. Uh, if if you want to see something that can burst people down, though, the warlock is even fucking worse. <laughs> The warlock deals so much damage; it's absurd. I love it. It's so that that game is a hella power fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I so I'm playing the Old Republic recently, off and on, um, mostly because I had time to fill, and I some of the classes' stories are interesting enough that I'm curious to see them through. Except for not really, because there's no way I'm going to see them all the way through, right? Um, yeah, I... Every, every time, it's just, why am I not playing... and Why am I not playing Pillars of Eternity instead of playing the Old Republic? Is like, what I'm thinking every time I play the Old Republic. Yeah, and I guess, like, I mean, I'm at a place in my life where... An MMO is a thing that I I just don't know that I'll ever commit to again. Yeah, it takes so much time, and it get not like it gives so little back, but it doesn't have a very high rate of return. I would say. Um, so just where I am in my life, it's possible I'll never play another one again. Like for serious, I'll dabble in them now and then, like I do now. But it's really a bummer to me that no one has done the total package like. WoW has, and I'm not talking, like, I mean, I'm honestly just talking combat, because, like, Blade and Soul, I didn't get the group dynamics, and maybe it's just because I didn't seek them out enough. But, you know, the Old Republic certainly didn't get there. Final Fantasy XIV, it was too slow, and I felt like the leveling experience was unpleasant at times. It certainly is. It certainly is. I, I, Final Fantasy fourteen is the closest anything has come. Like, yeah. at at Endgame, it's it's not as complicated as World of Warcraft, but it's it's a it it's a pretty good like it can stand up there and be like, yeah, I'm I'm one of the good ones up with World of Warcraft and basically nothing else right now. Yeah. And I just, I, I want to see, like, nobody does combat like MMOs, and I think it's one of those classic examples of how restrictions can breed creativity. Yeah. Like, the restrictions of having to deal with a bunch of people and of lag has have caused MMOs to create combat that is fundamentally interesting in a way that a lot of normal combat isn't. If someone wanted to create a game that was just like, no, you don't have levels, you don't have equipment, you just, like, you pick your character, healer, tank, DPS, maybe crowd control, and you go into these dungeons, and you don't have to worry about getting there, it's just you have a character that's pre-made, ready for it, and you do this with your friends, I would buy that in a heartbeat. I mean, like, so so much of the fun stuff is just how cooldowns interact, and just when to use your abilities, when to spend those resources. Every ability you have in those games is a resource in some fashion. 
and how it interacts with other members of the party and how fights are these like multi-stage like listen there's no part of MMO combat that makes any sense given how fighting works in the real world no. there's no part of it that makes any goddamn sense but as this big like action reflex planning puzzle it's amazing it's amazing and like doing a thing as a group like that can elevate can elevate things that would otherwise be complete garbage. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say that MMO combat otherwise would be complete garbage, but, like, having a dedicated guild that you do things with is a really rewarding experience. It... And I, I would really like to see some games, like take that kind of dynamic without having the kind of time commitment issues that MMOs have. And Final Fantasy XIV almost got there. It The leveling process is just too much of a pain. I, I, I am not motivated to go through getting to level 60 for the uh, for the expansion endgame. I just can't. Yeah. So I'd, I'd really like to see another game take these lessons and, and put them in a context that isn't MMOs, you know? Yeah. Um, so, we here at Scanland Media are eagerly looking forward to Destiny Rise of Iron. And are we? Oh, with that, are we? <laughs> and with that, we're going to go ahead and call this a podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We are on iTunes. This is the Scanline Presents feed that this will be going up on. And if you want to give us a rating or review on iTunes... You could really help us out. It helps us rise up in the rankings, helps people notice us, and you can spread the word to your friends. Just let people know, because, uh, you know, we we do this so that people will consume it, presumably, right? Um, if you're not on iTunes, uh, you can just search for Scanline Presents, and most uh, podcast programs should just find it. Yeah. Uh, you can also find the work we do on our website at scanlinemedia.com where we do other podcasts as well as articles and videos about games criticism. And if you want to toss us a few bucks to keep doing it, you can go to patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Any money that you give us is going to go towards extending our coverage. None of it is used to line our pockets. And we appreciate anything you can give, but if you can't, you know, just keep an eye out for us. We appreciate that too. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. As much as, like, oh, Patreon money would be cool, the, it, just sharing our stuff is more useful. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Later.